lightning will strike just as the connecting hook makes contact, thereby sending 1.21 gigawatts into the flux capacitor and sending you back to 1985. All right, now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Night Bites. Uh, we need to come up with more slogans. I already used the last ones on the last episode, so yeah. I'll insert something that Cisco says. But with that out of the way, I'd like to introduce for the very first time on Night Bites for the first my time, good folks. friend, Matt. Matt, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself, all the viewers. Well, as Anthony has said, I am Matt, also known as Matthew, also known as... Mm. Austin by some, hmm. and well, I'm a uh, I'm a young man just trying to make it in this crazy world. But uh, no, I um, well, I guess what would you like to know about me? Um, I guess uh, your passions, what your uh, what your career is at the moment, what you're wanting to do, um, any hobbies, stuff like that. Okay, 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 okay. Um, well, okay, let's, you know, let's just bring it back, man. Once upon a time, I was born, and, uh, mm. <laughs> no, okay, so, um, <clears throat> I am a filmmaker and photographer, um, I would say in some ways, I am a filmmaker by trade, that is, um, what I basically do for a living, um, I do also love it as well, but photography is more of, I guess, like a great passion of mine, um, I have professionally done some photography in the past, but I've kind of, I guess, come to realize like film is kind of where I'm at right now. Mm. Um, so, you know, right now I'm, I actually just started a new job in uh, good old college station, Texas. Let's hey, go. Let's exciting. go Aggies. I'm not an Aggie though. Oh, so I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Dude, everywhere, everybody around here, gig them. Let's go. Um, yeah, so start a new job down here um, with a small production company that does, uh, I, I would guess you could say primarily like commercial work and kind of short documentary work. Mm. Um, prior to this, I actually spent like a year pretty much working in television. Um, yeah. Did some, did some like kind of, I guess, commercial work stuff with that, but the company I was previously with was a production company that specialized in television. Uh, and even more specific there in like, uh, you know, national news networks and reality TV and stuff like that. Wow, yeah, that's fun. It, fun, <laughs> but also not so much. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, it was a great learning opportunity. That's really like one of the best things i got out of it was the amount yeah. of stuff i learned was just ridiculous but no i'm a i'm a filmmaker i like to say um i've done a few short films that you know bounced around a few festivals i've gotten to work on a feature film very low budget um Ooh. 
Well, I mean, actually, both of us worked on that technically. <laughs> but you you beat me to the punch on that. You were uh you were there the summer before I worked on it, right? Yeah. Like you guys did it in 2019. Oh no, actually, I didn't do that. I didn't do that one. Oh, that's right. That was, that was uh, just uh, Sergio and Cisco did that one. Yeah, and our which, and our uh, buddy our buddy Luis. Yeah, and Luis too. We'll yeah. have we'll have them on, and y'all can talk about that. That would be fun, dude. That that was That's, such a wild experience. Um, so many stories, so many stories, <laughs> so many stories. So uh, yeah, I got to work on that feature film, which um, you know, it's it, it's a low low budget horror film. It's definitely one of those films that's like it was a blast to work on. It's you know, yeah, not the best, but it's definitely <laughs> not the worst. Like I think there was definitely one of those things like. It, it looks a lot better than its budget was, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm at right now. But inevitably, um, you know, I would love to have my own production company and would love to really focus on, you know, outdoor and conservation type stuff. Yeah. That's something that like really drives me. Like when it comes to photography, that's my big thing is wildlife photography. Mm. I mean, you... You know that to be true. Yeah, You've gotten to see me that. run around and go take some pictures. Actually, you went with us to one of those wildlife refugees. Yeah, I remember that. I got that a was picture fun. of you with a gator like about 10 feet away. Yeah, about to eat me up. I mean, it wasn't that big of a gator. It, it would have only bit off like your foot or something. Come on, don't be dramatic. Yeah, I, I would have lived to tell the tale. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> you'd be you'd be Mr. Limpy after that. Yeah, we'd give you crap like. like Oh, Anthony, why are you hobbling around, bud? It's only a gator. <laughs> Took off your foot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It'd be great stories to tell at the campfire. It would. <laughs> Back in the summer of 2020. Remember so I that, lost my leg. You remember that day that big old reptilian just bit <laughs> off my knockers? <laughs> so did what? <laughs> yeah, hopefully not my knockers. Oh, shoot. Uh, I probably wouldn't have the kids to tell them. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you can still adopt, dude. Come on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. Come on. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I would love to get into doing more outdoor and wildlife type work as kind of the mainstream stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, like some of the other stuff I've gotten to do is still pretty cool. So it's not like that's what I want to do only. Mm, yeah. Um, and I know we've talked about this, like, and I think I would love to get into teaching. Oh, yeah, um, teaching film or photography? Or... Yeah, uh, yeah, more like on the film side of stuff, um, mm. you know, because we, we've talked about it. It's like we've definitely had some great teachers in our classes, but then yeah. we've also had a few teachers that were a little less than stellar. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we've gotten some stories. Putting it there. kindly. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess that's kind of me and where I, I would like to end up down the road. Yeah, so right now you just moved to College Station. Is it is it a similar type of job as what you had before where you're kind of, you know, on a bunch of kind of television network filming or is it something else, other things? No, it's – so this job is going to be way more on the side of commercial and um, short film probably type mm -hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Um, whereas the last job was very heavily rooted in television. Yeah. Um, and like I said, specifically news and reality TV, because there's obviously even in the world of television, there's so many different branches, yeah. branches of it, I guess. Yeah. That, um, you know, 
each one has its own like there's each are their own specialty in their own right. right. Um, news and reality kind of sit pretty closely together because they're mm. you know both rooted in the real world. Right. Yeah. Um, obviously, reality not so much, and I may have a few <laughs> stories I can share with you on that. that oh yeah. You, you yeah. got you get a kick out of. But um, yeah, and I mean we did do commercial stuff like we worked with some big brands dude like the biggest brands i got to work with while in that company were like walmart mm. um adobe uh ibm wow um did some stuff with oh one of the craziest things i did was like worked uh with wwe for um a couple days on a shoot and then we did wrestlemania with them oh dude wrestlemania like and we were just yeah we were just talking about wwe a couple of us i i know yeah and i i remember i texted you right after i was like oh boys i got some stories for you <laughs> um so we could wow. definitely deep dive into the wwe stuff if you want because mm. that's mm. just fun but yeah yeah i mean um i actually got to work on like two um full tv shows we worked on a bunch of like other tv shows like to a very small capacity like we'd come in and work on like an interview or some b-roll or whatever yeah. like we never really did a whole lot <clears throat> and that company really focused like they got to play on that niche of like oh you need a film crew last second we got you you know so we were always yeah. running gun show up last second um but i did get to work on just about a full season of an, a brand new hgtv show that's actually uh its second episode just came out last night Hey. Um, and then I worked on this like PBS show that will hopefully come out here in the fall. So mm, that's exciting. Yeah. You just be like, yeah, I hope make that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's like exhausting, but it is definitely one of those after the fact. You're like, hey, yeah, hey, man. Yeah. Hey, I was there. Yeah. I was, I was hey, hey I know that guy on TV. <laughs> we were besties. He probably doesn't remember me, but that's fine. We were besties though on set. <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah it's cool seeing you know some of the people that we went to school with now they're you know doing things uh you know i know uh i know some people doing like some local news stuff some people are doing their own freelance stuff mm -hmm. some people some people have completely just done other things and yeah. myself included but uh yeah it's just kind of crazy to see you know where everyone just goes off their own ways after after mm -hmm. school and kind of seeing like even not that far removed how it's like you know a lot different for some people and some people are still in that same trajectory but mm -hmm. i just find it interesting oh it, sure. dude it's so weird i i think it's weirder college wise than it is like high school because you're in high school yeah. you're all taking the same classes and you know everybody's about to just branch out yeah but it's like a lot of our friends are specifically from our same degree track yeah. So we're all like over here, like these um, media production students. And I know most of us are like, yeah, that's what we want to do for a living. And then X amount of years later, you're looking back and you're like, well, there's <laughs> only a few of us left standing, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's already like that. There's like, there's so many people who I know who are not doing anything film related already. No. And it's just kind of like, oh, well, that yeah. didn't last long. No, <laughs> it was like, well, that that they made a left turn real fast yeah i mean it is hard it is hard to to make it in a lot of cases um so i i especially like 
any arts degree in general is mm -hmm. can be difficult once you get out of college you know it's a lot of kind of who do you know what have you done not so much oh what were your what were your grades you got a degree uh, it's like it's more just yeah hey what have you done you yeah, know who, who who will recommend you who's uh worked with you before and says good things about you very yeah. like you know people know people type business so yeah oh dude it's a grind man like yeah and that that's no joke i like i know so much of where i am right now is because of this last job i did because technically it was like an apprenticeship program mm. um and you spend a year doing that and then if you stick with the company which i decided to step away just because it you know um different family reasons or um and i didn't quite love the lifestyle that that company adopted which you know it's great for some folks but i realized like i needed a little more stability but i yeah. mean that one year in that program and like the the jobs i was thrown into like the amount of experience i got in just that time like it yeah. was a cheat code man like in some of the people yeah. i worked with they considered it more of like oh it's it's like a master's program crammed into a year kind of thing yeah it's you get so much high experience. level work man and yeah i definitely credit where i'm at a big part to that job like my other jobs prior like i learned a lot and it got me moving forward but this job like just propelled me and i mean in a, the most humble way possible it's ridiculous to see like where i'm at compared to a lot of our old classmates who might still be in this industry to some degree <laughs> But because yeah. of that job, it's like I got put on like the biggest stages and the biggest companies in the world. And I'm just it was a casual. Oh, this week I'm working with CNBC. Oh, next week is Fox News. Oh, I just did a shoot with or we did WrestleMania. Now I'm working on a PBS show like left and right. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, so, no, that is crazy. That is crazy. That's awesome experience, though, for sure. Oh, it was epic. But man, that's they're, the people that do that specific world of like that job they're a different breed yeah so would you say wwe then was your your highlight moment there was that your favorite thing to do or what do you think was your favorite Oof. um in terms of like individual shoots i would say it would have either been wwe's wrestlemania mm -hmm. or i did get to do a shoot um with nashville country music hall of fame we basically Ooh. got to go film a brooks and dunn concert which for anybody listening that doesn't know brooks and dunn is a, a very popular country uh, music duo and they're one of my all-time favorite little groups in country music period and they're also one of the biggest names in country music yeah and i got to go film um like this this special like benefit concert that they were doing with the country music uh, Hall of Fame and all that stuff. I literally got paid to stand there and have a camera. <laughs> just I tracked them a little bit on stage, but dude, I I got to stand there and listen to their music live. Like I got to be in one of their concerts, and I was being paid to do it. Like this is yeah, awesome. That is awesome. Um, so I would say that and WrestleMania was, uh, dude, that was just a different level. Like there's no great <laughs> way to explain it. I'll try to tell you about it. But yeah. even my boss, like when I took that job, he was like, you know, if we work WrestleMania, just heads up. It's like, I can tell you all I want about it, but it's, <laughs> there's no great way to explain it. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? 
once you do it, you're like, oh, totally makes sense. <laughs> it does. It's one of the wildest events anybody could ever go to. Was uh, was it in Dallas? Yeah, it was. It was Dallas. So um, the uh, they have it at the uh, at the AT and T Stadium, right? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, dude, and like as my old boss actually described it, he was like, just imagine a how did let me think of it it was like you take a wrestling match the super bowl and a rock concert and smash it all up in mm. one or something like that yeah and he's like that's wrestlemania i'm like all right that's <laughs> that's interesting to try to envision sure as shit man like that's one of the best ways to describe it i mean that <clears throat> at&t stadium packed to the brim yeah. all the like all the the entrances for these guys are just to the crazy rock music. I mean, hell, I think the yeah. very first match of the entire weekend, because it was a two-day event, one of the guys coming out was out, up there cranking an electric guitar. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. No kidding. It's, an, it's a That's little bit awesome. of a rock concert. So, I mean, dude, it's just such a wild event to yeah. be a part of, let alone witness. And I don't know. It's nuts. That's, yeah. I, you know, you don't really think about WWE when you think of, I guess, sports or anything like that. But, and and it's not really televised uh, too widely. It's mostly on, like, cable mm -hmm. at this point. But when you see it and you see that they're still packing, like, 100,000-seat arenas, yeah, you know, the, sure. fans, the fans are still there, even though it doesn't feel like it. The, it's like really is like huge and we were talking about on the other episode how it's like the fourth biggest youtube channel or something like crazy yeah you guys said that i was like no way <laughs> yeah oh. it's it's crazy it's crazy that you know wrestling is global and yeah. uh wwe is still still on top of that yeah no i mean and it's funny it's like i've never been one of those wwe haters like i know there's a lot of those people out there and i've Oh yeah, I've never yeah, been one of those sure. guys like, oh, it's the stupidest thing ever. Oh, it's just it's fake, whatever. I've never been like that, but I've never had a huge interest in it, really at all. Yeah. Um, but there was a film that came out a few years back called uh, "Fighting My Family" or something like that. It was, I think, partly produced by it was like produced by WWE and I think Dwayne Johnson and is about this gal who came into WWE and she was like very different than all the rest but she just exploded and people loved her and all it's a great movie and through that film i was like oh okay i respect wwe a little more like because they do kind of highlight what goes into it i was yeah. like okay i respect that a little bit more going in working wrestlemania being in the behind the scenes seeing the work that gets put in like it i will definitely say it is not in the world of sports like it is not yeah. a sporting event it is its own thing like completely um you know to me it's like these wrestlers they're not up there in a capacity like what sports are where they're going out and truly competing like it's a points thing of who's going to win yeah who's not. yeah yeah i mean everybody knows it. it's a scripted event to some degree i, I won't say it's 100 percent scripted there are like changes that happen like the very first match of the very first show one of the guys actually got hurt and so i think on like out on the in the ring they had to like kind of twist things up a little bit go okay we have to improvise now because it's not yeah, gonna make sense yeah. if this outcome happens because now this guy is not available to do it um 
and so like it to me it's more of a it's a mix of these people are stunt performers that you see like in films um and a mix of like them being dancers and actors honestly like mm, yeah. they have to make these stunts happen like they and they're legitimately doing some stuff i got to be oh, up yeah. by the ring at one point um when they were getting ready for the show and i just reached in and i touched it and i'm like shit dude that's not soft <laughs> i mean because it's like plywood <laughs> yeah with a little bit of padding and then around the ring there's like these foam cushions but i'm like dude when you're throwing your body off of the side or slamming in each other yeah shit's gonna hurt so i was like no, it's brutal yeah okay these people have to be so precise and some of the moves they're doing like i some of this moves i saw these guys do i'm like dude if you mess that up you get you get hurt and i actually yeah. like the one guy got hurt um i think one of the gr girls who um performed the first night we saw her the next day we did a little quick on the fly interview with her and she was wearing these big beefy glasses and i mean she was just her style in general i was like oh okay maybe like they were the very fabulous glasses kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah. i was like okay it's fitting i mean we we're inside but i was like do you need sunglasses in here but i was like maybe it's her style and she walked off she was talking to somebody else and she pulled him up her left eye was swollen shut because uh, it <laughs> oh missed its mark and she actually got clobbered there wow i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh my god wow so there's yeah. real injuries at stake like with what these folks are doing so i'm like damn man like yeah no i mean people i saw a documentary about kind of some of the some of the cases in wwe where uh people are getting cte like you know they're they're finding that they had cte after wrestling for years and it's because like i mean you're doing like body slams mm -hmm. and like you know the tombstone thing where they're like you know hitting your head on the like yeah. directly on there and like even if you choreograph it like your head's still hitting the ground mm -hmm. and you're still you know jumping off of like 10 feet um and whatever and hitting the ground so you know all those repeated hits it, and you know it is it is like a contact not really sport but it's a contact event and yeah you know it it does take a toll like these these guys are like for real athletes like legit yeah. athletes yeah it, it's weird they're like for real athletes but not really doing a for real uh sport or anything like that yeah like they can definitely like i definitely feel like you can label them as athletes but what they do is not a sporting event because you know sporting events are like very raw they are supposed to be like we don't know the outcome they don't know the outcome they're each side's trying to win yeah but yeah these events are all about like dude we're putting on a show for the fans like that's how when you talk to a lot of these guys that's their mindset it's not like i'm going to go out there and be the best i can i'm sure some are but i started to realize and even talking to some of them they were like the biggest names in that industry are the ones who are in reality going out there not for themselves but for the fans and to put on the best show possible yeah so there's man there's a lot of respect i had for that industry now because I, there's not many like I've seen plenty of sporting events, dude. Those people go out there, they're out there to make money and win games and, you know, in some cases become famous. There's plenty that are still for the fans. But I mean, everything about what went into WrestleMania and these shows, they were like very heavy emphasis on like putting on the best show for these fans. Yeah. And if it is if they didn't put on the best show possible, they were like hating themselves for it. 
was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Like the respect it's, you guys have for your fan base is incredible. It, yeah. They, they're super passionate and the fans are just as passionate. And I think that's what makes it like such a, um, I don't know, like such a tight knit community, just like the WWE fans, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll support no matter what. And I think that's, that's a pretty cool thing to see. Cause you see a lot of like, Oh, fair weather fans for this or that you know mm-hmm. it, it kind of comes and goes but wwe stayed Dude. with like a lot of support and yeah. that's pretty cool to see and they're they're just they're just passionate man like it, it was cool and i got to basically breathe the same air as like some of the biggest names too like stone cold <laughs> dude he showed up and i, I got oh, yeah. to be on the floor for both nights when he came out the first night people knew he was there and i mean they lost their minds the second night it was like a surprise appearance. And I mean, dude, that stadium went apeshit. <laughs> it was such a wild feeling to be out on the floor when his sound effect came on and like the stadium erupted. Like it was full on vibrating. Oh um, God. So got to see yeah. that. Like I was behind the scenes when the Jackass crew was coming in because they performed <laughs> yeah. the second day. And at one point we were all like standing back there and we heard like the sound of a taser come down the hall and you see everybody's <laughs> head snap. Like what the was like why do we hear in a taser and then yeah. here comes on a golf cart like the whole entourage and johnny knoxville's in the passenger seat with a taser going, <laughs> and we're all like oh no who gave johnny knoxville a taser <laughs> that's awesome and uh yeah like i got to uh do a little like work with a little interview with Wee man and he showed us he showed <laughs> us his wrestlemania shirt and he blocked out blacked out some of the letters so that instead of wrestlemania it said Wee man and we're like, yes, uh, let's that's go, awesome. dude. That's sick. But yeah, WrestleMania was a pretty epic event, man. Like, it's one of those that I don't need to work anytime soon because it was exhausting. It was two, like, 15, 16 hour days, seven miles wow. a day, pretty much. Like, I was mm. straight up exhausted after that. Yeah. But in retrospect, you can look back and go, incredible, you know? Yeah, for sure. But I, so I, yeah, I would say maybe that's probably one of my top things i got to work on at that specific job um but yeah i mean yeah. i think it was just it's up there because it's so unique like so many of my other shoots are copy and paste but let's just put a different brand or um company behind it or whatever wrestlemania dude there's just i there's nothing like that no definitely when we come back after we uh, hear from our amazing sponsor, you guys are going to love this one. After oh, we come God. back, we'll get into a little bit of uh, past history between me and Matt that I like to revisit. Oh, so that'll man. be after a word from our beloved sponsor. Stay Let's tuned. Let's go, dude. The playground is a hellscape. One moment your little angel's making memories, and the next thing you know, someone's mistake who's running off Capri Sun, french fries, and pure adrenaline is speeding down the slide ready to put an end to her recess. How long before she's collected every design from the princess band-aid box in the nurse's office? A month? Not so fast. Ted Branderson, child attorney. For your child. Alice, a five-year-old who loves butterflies and drawing with grounds, was victim to a gruesome chocolate milk spill in the cafeteria. I won her family $42 million. Jack, the victim of a reckless monkey bar shove, twisted his ankle. I won his family $37 million and the foreclosure of Greenland Elementary. Don't make a trip to the nurse when you should be making a trip to the bank. Call 555-555-5555. Again, 555-555-555. Again, remember, it's all fives.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Segment number two of the show. Um, you know, during that commercial break, I had a lot of time to think. Um, I could think, like, really fast over a short period of time. Uh, so over those 30 seconds, I not only uh, brought in another guest, Cisco, who's back. Um, Hello, everyone. But I also thought of a new, uh, hmm, what do you call it? Like, uh, not a slogan, uh, a one-liner, I guess, you know, for the for the show. Yeah, for sure. Um, welcome back to Night Bites. A little head time before bedtime. Ooh, now that's a good one. That is a good one. Night time before bedtime. 30 seconds, you said? Hey, girl. A little head time for bedtime. <laughs> no, 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 no. Turn on night bites, baby. <laughs> wow. No, that th- those mm. are actually really good, and I'm actually impressed. You said 30 seconds you came up with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just right in that one ad break, I just sat here and came up with it and then brought you on the show, and we're ready to roll. And that's why they pay the big bucks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I make so much money doing this. <laughs> you guys wouldn't believe. Yeah, no. Rolling in it. Oh, man. Thank you guys for sticking around. Segment number two. Um, hope you enjoyed getting to know Matt a little bit. He'll be back at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with some other guests we have planned. We got some people lined up. So uh, thank you guys for following us. And uh, stay tuned because those people will be coming on in the following weeks. And uh, we actually might have a surprise podcast in a uh, exotic destination. It's um, gonna so be fun. Gotta stay tuned for that as well. But Cisco, yes, how you doing on this lovely, lovely evening? I'm doing pretty, pretty well. Um, I got off of work. Work was actually miserable, um, but I think. Um, <laughs> I think once I showered and cleared my head a little bit, you know, I, I realized it was actually a pretty good day. You know, um, you ever been at work and you're just you're miserable and you're doing a lot of things and you can't really focus on the outside world. You're kind of just focusing on you're behind on things and you're catching up on mm. other things, you know, and then Definitely. Once, once you get home, it's you, you put things into perspective and you think, you know what? That was a pretty good day. I did good here. I did good there. And uh, that's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. I mean, lately I've been working from home, so it's kind of a little different for me. How is uh, that experience, actually? I was, I've been meaning to ask you that. Like, what's the transition been like? Honestly, I was a little nervous because at least when it came to any type of experience working at home, all I had to rely on for background was college days when I... <laughs> tried to study in my apartment and (laughs) that didn't really go over well a lot of times I would just get distracted and end up on my phone or watching tv or playing my you know ps4 um so I was kind of like like I wanted to work from home to save gas money because my commute was really long it was an hour pretty much there and back an hour both ways so like two hours a day i was on the road which kind of wears you down because i'm pretty much gone from the house for 10 hours a day yeah um so 
I really wanted to avoid the commute, Austin traffic, terrible, and uh, also save on gas because, you know, that was like a, it was, man, a lot of money. It was at least, for the most part, during the time I was working there, it was like 40 bucks a week, but now the gas prices are going like through the roof, so yeah, it would be way more. It would be pretty much twice that for me. Yeah. I know it's like a week, so. burned out topic, but it's actually insane how high these gas prices are. And yeah, not really only is. that, you're, it's really good that you're saving on gas, but I'm assuming it's kind of just relaxing to just wake up, you know, brush your teeth, do whatever you need to do. You don't even have to brush your teeth. You don't even have to wear anything, I think, to work. Am, am yeah, I man, correct in I... saying that? I wore pajama pants all day today. Dude, I, I think you've won work, you know, when, whenever you get to work from home. I think that's that's awesome. So Yeah, it is It is nice. I wake up at around, because I, I work 9 to 5, mm-hmm. um, which is a typical uh, full-time work time. But oh, you don't say. I used to, I used to get up at hmm, 7. Uh, so that way I could leave by eight to drive. That's kind of gross. Uh, yeah, but now I wake up at like eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or sometimes, sometimes I go shoot hoops in the morning, so I will uh, wake up at around seven again. But then, like, hoop for like an hour. Yeah, hour you're doing something else. Yeah, or I'll. Or I'll uh, study some. Uh, well, when I was doing my teaching certificate course, I would do some work, maybe some t- some days. But now, yeah, uh, just either hoop or sleep in, and then, yeah, during the day I can just listen to podcasts. I even have you know, like uh, like music uh, playlists and stuff that I just listen to, and then I have like my lunch break which i can do literally whatever i'm at home already so <laughs> that's pretty nice um have so you, yeah, it's, yeah it's really nice i was gonna ask have you gotten creative in the kitchen you know trying out new stuff yeah i'm assuming you're, you're also saving money on buying stuff because i don't know if you've brought your your lunch to work homemade lunch or you you, you yeah. bought out yeah i i tried to bring my lunch from home as much as possible but uh, I'm really lazy, so <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times, I wouldn't even have enough time because I would have like slept in too long to yeah. make myself anything to bring, or I just would not want to go through the effort. So I would buy food a lot. Um, so not only am I saving money on food, but I think I'm probably eating healthier too. Wow. Um, so it's overall been very positive, very good experience, and. Uh, Definitely, definitely wouldn't want to go back at this point. <laughs> yeah, imagine you get that email. Yeah, we're going to need you to come back to the office, Anthony. And uh, nope, sorry. Yeah. It's actually my two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of expecting to come back eventually. Uh, right now is uh, my company's like busy season. So they hired a bunch of seasonal employees. But once those positions kind of expire and the season ends, then I'll kind of come back to the office and take on their jobs and kind of work like as a hybrid position between what I'm doing now and what they're doing. Okay. Uh, so, but that'll be in the fall. So this summer I get to chill, save some money. 
That's Hopefully, nice. gas prices go back down <laughs> before I have to come back. Oh man, I, I keep hearing they're um, gonna get higher, and I really don't like the sound of that. So. Yeah, man, and and the traffic was killing me, man. I I, I was at my wits' end by the time I started, you know doing from home i was like i i i need to work from home otherwise i can't do this anymore i can't take it yeah <laughs> i would i would just hit traffic jams that would just take me sometimes almost two hours oh my gosh to get to work and i would leave some days early i would leave some days at like 7 45 and i and you know i work at nine some you leave at 7 45 that's crazy and you're like oh man i'm gonna be early might have time to get some breakfast or something no I'm late somehow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. That's actually in insane. Austin, pretty tough. An hour and 15 minutes early and you're like 15 minutes late. You're like, <laughs> how is this possible? How is that? Yeah, man. And I'm one of those people I hate being late to things. So mm. it just, I just don't like burdening anybody. So whenever I'm late, it's just, it just stresses me out and I get pissed off. Yeah. When I'm in the car and I'm in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine Anthony like <laughs> you just being mad and tra- like have you ever seen the uh, in like the first Incredibles when he has like that tantrum and like lifts yeah, up his guard yeah. kind of just like that and traffic yeah so I you just got the kid it. on the bike yeah. looking at him yeah it's like what the that's you yeah man. that's the people in the in the cars next to me yeah they're like who is this guy he's I th- no he it's, must it... be doing something super important you're like no I just want to get to work and not get fired. no no yeah do you get any type of road rage at all or are you just zen? I I try to stay zen. My whenever I drive with my dad, um, for those of you who don't know, South Texas has kind of the worst driver, worst oh. drivers in no no doubt ever like from anywhere. And so I sometimes get road rage, but it's more of like, <laughs> why would you do that? Like I'm kind of just like that was really dumb of you to do that. Yeah. Or you know, because I used to work delivery and I used to drive literally for my job. 24 7 and yeah. i was driving with my dad one day and when people cut me off or do some dumb things i kind of just focus on trying to make myself be in the safest position possible so i don't really yeah. i forget to honk my horn sometimes or i'm kind of just like being safe you know you know either slowing down or moving away from something and my dad's always yeah. like why don't you ever honk your horn like loud and i'm thinking well i was just trying to get out of the way like i don't have time to do both <laughs> so yeah. you know so my dad's more of like the honking type where he uses yeah. honk very freely and i don't i don't do that i think i should start you know just telling people how dumb they're driving um yeah, man, start flipping them off yeah i you know the flipping off thing is kind of scary for me not because yeah, like no, I, don't, I don't do that we're in texas man I'm yeah not, I'm not doing that. that's the thing not, yeah not because like i'm afraid to do it but because of like someone i can flip off someone right and mean it and then they instead of flipping me off they just pull out their pistol and it's like oh yeah i'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna win this fight i'm not gonna win this argument <laughs> yeah, you keep driving the way you're driving so yeah man i'm not i'm not gonna risk that. It's like a pickup bro like oh I'm no not, no, no, no. I'm not doing. I'm not even honking at a pickup, bro. Yeah, you see, come and take it in the background. It's like I'm really not gonna honk at you. You can just yeah drive stupidly yeah. the rest of the day. Just I'm just gonna avoid you. Go to the next lane. Exit early. You know, just try to avoid <laughs> the stupidity going on in the driving section. Yeah, man. So, if I see you, come and take it. Uh, don't mess with Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're doing whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, even even like the personalized license plates. Um. 
there's <laughs> they get creative and if you see yeah. anything with like g u n or like anything like that it's like okay well you definitely are packing inside that pickup yeah they're packing you're packing and 100% me just flipping them off is only going to give them more of a reason to you know showcase their brand new pistol or their brand new <laughs> any type of gun and it's just like nah i really don't want to see that on just i'm literally just going to the store so i really don't need to be stressed um yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah that's probably one of the many reasons maybe maybe that's why internally i don't really honk it's kind of just like let me just get to safety so yeah. Yeah, that's me. So I don't really get that much road rage, but I have seen some really dumb drivers out here. I will say but, that. But so whenever you're driving and someone does something stupid, do you like yell at them? Like obviously they can't hear you, but are you yeah. like saying stuff? I do say stuff. I do say stuff. I don't really yell because I'm like they're not going to hear me. So I'm kind of just like that was yeah, yeah, really yeah. dumb or I'll say I'll say like what an idiot or what is the, the fuck? Is that the PG version? Yeah, 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 yeah and like, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not always. <laughs> that peace. was a really dumb. Move. That was a really dumb maneuver you just made there, sir. No. You know, I'm, I'm, and in actuality, I'm kind of just like on my breath. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Or are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I think if someone put like a hidden camera in my car, <laughs> that's a whole. It would be the show. They would be like, what on earth? This guy is like insane. That's not, actually I'm not, not like screaming. Yeah. I'm not screaming or anything. I, that would be a good show. That, that would be. be. Good, like prank show or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I get mad sometimes. And it's so funny because I have a switch where like if I'm in public or around people, I, it's really hard to get me mad. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like by myself... And I'm either, it could be like I'm playing a game or um, anything competitive or I'm driving and something happens. Oh my God, bro. I like cuss you out. Like, yeah. <laughs> saying all this shit. Like, yeah. Fuck, you fucking idiot. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but you have to. the shit out of people. Yeah, you have to. I think that's the only way to stay sane because when you're in public, when you were around other people, it's not like you're being fake or putting on a persona it's kind of just like being respectful but when you're on your own like i'm gonna burp i'm gonna fart i'm gonna do <laughs> things i wouldn't normally do so i could totally understand you just being like what the fuck like that's so fucking stupid and just like yelling because when else are you gonna do that you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah like, it's normal sometimes you just gotta vent yes yes but i swear if there's someone else in the car with me no I'll probably actually just laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, ha, 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 so dumb. It's actually crazy, like, how different I would be if someone else was there. Yeah. <laughs> like, if someone does a dumb move and I'm by myself, I'm I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Cursing under my breath, like, you're so stupid. Probably yeah. saying a bunch of things that, you know, are terrible. Yeah. Um. But if someone else is there with me, I'm just like, ah, ha, ha, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and also i think one last thing about the driving because i know we've been on it for a while um whenever something does happen where i encounter a dumb driver or they cut me off or something like that and sometimes i get to myself i want to see who this person is right and yeah and i'm like let me just look at them and maybe they're gonna be like 
you know, like sticking the finger right at me or they're going to be like, fuck you or whatever. Right. They're, I'm assuming <laughs> they're going to have a negative reaction towards me because they cut yeah. me off. You know what I mean? Because South yeah. Texas drivers. And so usually I get riled up. I'm like, who, who is this person? Right. Who is this dumb person? So I can avoid <laughs> them forever. And I look over and they're kind of just having the time of their life. They're really not caring about anything. And it's more about. Like, they're just like, oh, I just made a maneuver and I just wasn't being safe or whatever. And then I think to myself, yeah. wow, they really don't, they really didn't care about my life at all. And they don't really care about theirs. Um, so I'm not going to exude any more energy. And kind of just, you know, after that, you kind of just ride in silence and you're, and you're thinking to yourself, or at least I am. I'm thinking, man, I kind of got really mad for nothing. I should have just been safe. I should have just like, <laughs> not like done anything i shouldn't have not gotten mad it's just like you know what he cut me off that and that it is what it is and i just I just move on and it kind of just like not like deflates me you know what i mean kind of just like okay, yeah all right yeah i'm just gonna move on with my life because he did because they did instantly they didn't even think about it so that's oh yeah they're not thinking about you yeah they're they're not thinking about me they're kind of just thinking about like oh what am I going to eat next? What song is coming up? Like, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm texting someone. So, you know, so they really don't care. So why should I? <laughs> yeah. Do you get any anxiety, like driving around like motorcyclists? You know, I don't because what I've learned in, in terms of like me being a delivery, I've driven near and a lot around motorcycles and they're going to do what they need to do. So as long, as long as I don't do anything crazy, they're going to, they're going to find a way to, to, to be in the, in the best places as they can be. Right. I won't yeah. be able to see them. So I have to make sure, right. I'm moving around, looking around, but if I'm not like swerving in a lane or like drifting off, I should be good and they should be good. But again, it is kind of scary whenever they like, just rev their engine right by you and kind of just go by it's like wow i didn't see you there but i heard you now and you drove off right you know really fast past me so i do yeah. can see why people can get nervous driving around motorcycles yeah do you get nervous definitely i do get some anxiety sometimes just because a lot of them just drive so erratically mm-hmm um, and there's been times where I've thought about changing lanes or something and here comes a motorcycle just speeds past me, <laughs> like maybe like a second before I'm deciding, ah, oh, I'll probably like move lanes. Yeah. And then when that happens, I'm like, oh my God, like I didn't even <laughs> see that coming. Yep. Um, but I mean, I think most of the times it's just when like, like one time there was a crazy instance where. I was driving back from work in the afternoon and there's this guy on a motorcycle on the highway going like 60 and he's standing up. No. Yeah, he's standing up and he's like dancing. What? On the motorcycle. And I'm just like... Is that even humanly possible? I don't know how he was doing it. It was it was pretty impressive, but at the same time, I was like, "No way!" I'm, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna like, exit. Yeah, the he the was freeway. he was in the lane in front of me, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna move lanes because if you fall off there, I'm not gonna hit you." Yeah, yeah. 
It's like, you're like gonna, I'm not you're gonna ruin my summer. Putting myself in that situation. Yeah, you can ruin my <laughs> summer if I hate you. So I want to move out the yeah, way. Just some people, some people who ride motorcycles are crazy, man. Yeah, you have to be. It's like an adrenaline rush thing. Um, like, like if if you are an adrenaline junkie and then you drive like a Kia Soul. It's like not the same thing. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to yeah. probably figure out something where like, oh, I can barely breathe riding this thing. Oh, this is cool. And then they get the adrenaline rush, you know? So yeah. I'm assuming that's why. I mean, probably, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, adrenaline junkies are another thing entirely. <laughs> they do some crazy stuff. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's a different breed. I yeah. guess that can apply to anyone. You can be driving a car or a motorcycle. Yeah. You're an adrenaline junkie. You just do crazy yeah. maneuvers on the road. Let me drift right here. It's like, this is yeah, the, man. no, you can't do that. This is the underpass. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, man. Wouldn't it be cool? What, why, why are you testing your cars zero to 60 yeah. in the residential? What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're driving by a, a old town home. Like, let me just, uh, I feel like I can hit 60 in 0.5 seconds if I. Like, just really yeah, no, slam on the no. brake. It's like, okay, bro. It's not the time or place. Be an adrenaline junkie yeah. when you're not driving, please. Just go race for NASCAR. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do your left turns, bro. Like, just come on. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah. I mean, Texas, Texas drivers are uh, a different breed. Yeah, for sure. With a lot of respects, Texas is just different. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It's too big, too. Like, can we actually just talk about how big Texas is for a second? Like, it's yeah, exact. Like, it's an exaggeration of what a state should be. Not even, not even the size of the state itself, but everything in it. Everything in it is humongous. Everything. Like why? 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 I get we're the largest connected state since Alaska is technically separated mm-hmm. a little bit. We're the largest of the united connected states but i mean it doesn't mean everything has to be the biggest you know um when me and savvy went to seattle we had to rent a u-haul truck because there wasn't any cars to rent they were like sold out (laughs) so we had to rent a u-haul truck and it was like a small one it's like it wasn't a big truck so i was driving and i realized wow these lanes are very small and then five seconds later i realized i don't see any trucks driving here at all yeah and then yeah. once we come back to Austin, you know, where the you know flight lands and I'm driving my Toyota Camry, I'm thinking, wow, I have so much space in this lane. And then I look up <laughs> and there's like five trucks. And then one of them is a humongous like Ford F-150 with with like two foot tires. And it's just like, OK, this is. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. This is why. And even the lanes are bigger and. For no reason, like Seattle, everything, everything was chilling. Like I could obviously still maneuver my, the truck around, but it's like that was my first time driving a truck, and I was like, oh my oh, god. Yeah. And the lanes <laughs> were smaller and everything, but you know, everything over here is just so exaggerated. Everything. Yeah, and the food it's like huge portions. Mm-hmm. The food, the egos, Honestly, everything. People from people from other countries would have a heart attack if they saw some of our portion sizes. Oh my, I, it's, you know, cause I work at a fast food place and I always ask them like, do you want to upsize your drink or your fries? And sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no. And then, you know, I do research on Europe 
and they're large. And it's like, oh, that's our medium. Like, that's like their... Yeah. Our medium is their large, large. And then yeah. there are some people who think, no, medium is too small for me. I want a, a large. So, and not to mention, like, in, this, in other states, it's, it's, it's the large is probably large. But you come here, and the large is double what the large would be in any other state. And it's like, why do we need to do this? Yeah, I think there's some restaurants. I think Cane's mm -hmm. and that I can think of Canes and Wendy's maybe it's like their medium is insanely large. <laughs> yeah. And if you get a large, you're basically getting a gallon Yeah. yeah. at this point. Yeah. It's like, you might as well just get a gallon. Yeah. Of just get a gallon. Whatever. Yeah. Because it's so massive and I remember, I think it was Cane's, getting a medium meal. And I get the drink, and I'm like, wait a second. Did mm. they charge me for a large? No, oh, yeah. Like, no, it's a medium. Yeah. That's a medium. Yeah. And it just baffles me. No, you it's go to, crazy yeah, to you, me. You go to Five Guys? I don't, this is probably just the whole franchise. You go, to, you go to Five Guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me get a small fry. You have an entire bag of fries. Yeah, a bag. A and bag. we're not talking about, like, a, a bag to hold no, fries. No, no, we're talking no, no, about no. A, a fast food bag yeah. filled with fries. <laughs> It's like, wait, I ordered the, the small, not the, the large. <laughs> eh, well, we just have fries. Here you go. Yeah, here you go. You like, said fries. Yeah. You, you order a large fry, you're going to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I've don't. i never ordered a large fry. I mean, who needs to order a large fry when they fill up a bag of fries? <laughs> a small. Yeah, on like a, a small. Unless you have like a humongous family where it's like, yeah, let's feed everyone with this large fry. Yeah. Let's feed everyone with this small fry. It's like... You could feed everyone. Yeah, with you it. could feed a family with a small fry <laughs> from Five Guys. With Five Guys. And You're the, feeding a family. Yeah, and I'm assuming the small is the not the most popular size. I'm assuming. So oh, I bet not. I yeah. bet it's at least a medium. Yeah. It's like, oh, the medium's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, why do you need a medium? If you get a small meal at Five <laughs> Guys, so small fries and a burger meal, you can feed at least two people. Yep, for sure comfortably and yeah, you leave cool. you leave and you're thinking wow i that was a really really good meal and either a you're full yeah. or b you're kind of just really satisfied you go up to yeah, a medium exactly you might you're not eating the rest of the day yeah you might be knocked out for the rest of the day you get a large you're leaving in a, on a stretcher so yeah. i really don't think yeah you're yeah. leaving earth you yeah <laughs> on a large yeah you're astral projecting over yourself yeah. looking at um the um the, uh, the paramedics taking you into the ambulance riding to the hospital and then like having to resuscitate you because of the amount of grease people, you just consumed and people order it people order large it's crazy to me <sighs> look you but... do what you gotta do but it's like come on now <laughs> no, no one has to do that no yeah one has to do that. come on now let's be real no one has to order a large yeah you don't have to right that's the thing you don't have to order a large fry nor does society want you to order a large fry <laughs> right and you could you could do it oh yeah it's up to you yeah but there's a lot of warnings uh for you not to do that and here at the Night Bites podcast, we would recommend you not to get the large order of fries from Five Guys, unless you're yeah. feeding unless you're feeding a lot of people, or unless you want to. 
which is again it's in our best interest yes uh as a podcast to retain as many listeners as possible (laughs) yeah so we yeah we want to keep you around yeah um we can't have you dying yeah from you know saturated fat Mm -hmm. from consuming too many large french fries so yeah we advise you to eat healthy and exercise yeah. So that you can live a very long and prosperous life. Yeah, you want five guys? Go get yourself some five guys. Stick you want with the five small. guys, bring five guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want five guys, bring five guys with you. All right. And yeah, you're bring gonna, five with you. Yeah, bring five. And you'll be fine. And you share. It'll be cheaper because you can uh, everyone can split. It'll be split in, in five, so Yeah. Exactly. It's a win win. It's a win win. It's a win win. Yep. That's Texas for you. That's Texas, you, they, where you need gonna, five guys to eat gonna five pressure guys. You. Yeah. <laughs> they're always going to pressure you to get large. Yeah. If you're, if you're traveling in Texas, visiting, don't give in. It's okay. You don't have to get a large. You can get... There's other sizes. In Texas, they'll try and, and make it seem like there's no other sizes. Yeah. You just have to mention another size. Because yeah. if you don't mention a size, they'll give you a large. Yeah. They're going to assume. They're going to assume yeah, that you want a large. You want the large. Because everything's bigger in Texas. So... But I'm, I'm letting you guys know, you can order something small. Yeah. Another unpopular just opinion. just know that it'll be normal size. Yeah. Another unpopular opinion that I have. Oh, sorry. Look. Okay. Perfect example. You hear that truck? Yeah. In the background, if anyone, if yeah. all the listeners can hear that truck, I'm assuming it is eight, it is 12 feet tall with tires as big as me. Um, yeah. Uh, one other thing that I have an unpopular opinion about on Texas do we really need a Texas waffle, like a Texas-shaped waffle? <laughs> like that's kind of like our ego. Do you know what I mean? Can yeah. you imagine if California had like a California-style waffle? That'd be stupid. That would be dumb. All because ours is like weirdly shaped. We anything every time I have a waffle anywhere, it's a Texas shape, and I'm getting actually sick of it. So. Uh, we go to a hotel. I won't. I would like a waffle. They gave me a Texas size, wa- Texas shaped waffle. <clears throat> Can you just give me a waffle, please? <laughs> like a circle would be nice. Please, bro. Who's, like all these, all these waffle iron companies are just making the Texas shaped models. No, it's the default here. Yeah. It's not even like, oh, let's be creative. Let's showcase. Our stay, you know, we have a Texas-themed um, hotel, Texas-themed restaurant. I would like a Texas-shaped waffle because I'm visiting a Texas-themed thing. If I'm staying in the Days Inn, a holiday days holiday inn, or I'm going to a random diner in South Texas, and you give me a Texas-shaped waffle... I'm going to look at y'all differently. And, oh, man. You know? And look, waffles are great. I didn't know it was that, I didn't know it was that important. Look, man, there's some there's certain things where it's not that it's not important, but it's like, I I think I'm just calling out Texas's ego at this point. You know? Yeah. Our ego's too big, and we got to just bring it down a notch. You know? You don't, okay, but if, if people, let's say people want to visit texas Mm -hmm. i mean because we live here we're criticizing things that we don't like Mm -hmm. having lived here for a very long time but you know what if we had to 
to sell people in Texas? You know, why why do you want to come visit? What would you say? What what are like the the positive aspects? Positive. You know, I mean, it's it's not great for us right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Not really looking too good. Yeah. In the so, public eye. So, but. in terms of positives in Texas, believe it or not, you may think whether you're listening from from outside the country or just you know certain states up north, you may think, okay, country hillbillies, cowboy hats, horses, boots, right? Which yeah. there are a lot of. Um, there's actually kind of a rich diversity here. And if you look in the, in the right spots, you go to the right places, you can see that diversity, whether it's in the food, whether it's in, um, the, the, I'm trying to think of something else other than food and sex. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This is sad. Name one thing. Name one thing. The food. Um, but in it, whether it's the food, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Whether it's the food the, or you know the, the food or the food, um, uh, whether it's the culture, the music. I think the music is actually really good here, um, and yeah. it's not all country. All right, no, not no. all country. It's very rich. It's a lot of mediocre rock here. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of mediocre rock. Also, some very good, uh, you know, independent. Uh, yeah rap hip-hop also um the alternative rock alternative indie like all this stuff like there's a lot of rich diversity and and everything and and i feel like if you look in the right places and you follow the right people and you talk to the right or the talk to the people who know texas well i feel like it's that also if you like sports we have it all here basically so yeah um we do have some of the best sports best sports best sports teams everything so um i know anthony is happy to hear that because of the mavericks you know he's a dallas mavericks fan sad week sad week sad week unfortunately but still good season good season overall and i think that's what i would tell people about texas also you get you know host that host the night bites podcast so uh where else you're gonna find a lot of a lot of cinema history and yeah. podcast history. Yes. You got one of the biggest shows, Night Bites, centered in Texas. Yeah. Ever, um, I think. The ratings just proved that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and legends like yeah. Cisco living here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Anthony, Sergio. Nah, yeah, definitely you. No, 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 no. Film, no. Talk, film talker. <sighs> nah. Yeah. Just everyone. Everyone will know. You know, you're putting you're putting Corpus on the map. Corpus on the map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's what I would say if I were to summarize Texas, the the good side of Texas. And um, yeah. I know it's not the loudest part of Texas, nor is it has the biggest ego in Texas. But I feel like um, because it's so big, I, I, I'm saying a positive thing about how big Texas is because it's so big. Yeah. That's how big the diversity is here. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I would say landscape. You get a variety of landscape also since it's so big, since it's such a big state. Yep. You have the coast where you have the ocean. You can go to the beach. Yeah. Um, Even though most of the beaches here are not worth a visit, but uh, you can go to Padre Island, and that's pretty decent. Yeah, that's great. Um, I wouldn't go to a lot of other ones. Yeah, you know, um, yeah just stick to Padre Island Stick to on Padre. That. Yeah. Stick to Padre, and you'll be good. Um. 
a lot of several big cities. You got Houston, you got Dallas, even Austin's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Houston and Dallas, I think, are in the top 20 biggest cities. Yeah, um, Houston is US, humongous. So. Houston is yeah, crazy. Houston is, I think Houston might be top 10. Yeah. So it's pretty big, um, which in Houston and in Dallas, but definitely in Houston, you have great restaurants. Oh, you do. For um, sure, for great sure. Great food and great art in Houston overall. They mm-hmm. have a lot of art museums and just uh, different things of that nature. So yeah. if you like art, you like um, music and stuff like that, that's a good city. Um, but it's such a big state that there's something for everyone. If you like more of the horses, cowboy type of uh, image that you get that you associate with Texas, then there's definitely areas with that still prominent. Mm-hmm. People riding horses and you know herding cattle, all that. There's plenty of <laughs> there's plenty of there's ranches plenty of that. that you can yeah. visit and partake in those activities. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's, yeah, there's something for everyone. And then Austin is more like a you know hippie, yeah, uh, type vibe. It's becoming like a like a LA a other... type. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah. <laughs> well, don't bring the traffic, right? <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely feeling it in the traffic. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, resembling more LA as we speak. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, Texas is not a bad, bad place to live, guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, my, well, <laughs> I mean, well, I'm literally looking to leave. Yeah, we're trying to leave. Yeah, we're trying to leave. Yeah, we're trying to leave. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> But if you want to come yeah, one visit, foot out the door. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you want to come visit, you can visit. You know. Yeah, definitely on a, on a vacation. There's, you know, you'll have oh, man. a lot of fun. Like a weekend trip, oh, great. Yeah, it's a great state to road trip through, like drive. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's better than if you just fly to a certain city. It's not as like great. Yeah. But if you just drive through and see all the different aspects and the different like uh, scenery and because from top to bottom is a completely different vibe. If you start at the Panhandle, by the time you get down to the coast, you, you've seen like at least five different types of city environments. Also like weather. The rural, <laughs> yeah, and weather too. Weather is just crazy. It'll snow up in the Panhandle almost every year and the coast won't see anything. Any snow. Yeah, It we'll- could be, it could literally be like 20 degrees fahrenheit in the panhandle and like 50 almost 60 in the by by the time you get to the coast yeah same state yep same state you can drive 11 hours and still be in texas like think about that yeah you drive two hours in another state you've crossed two state lines texas is bigger than some countries like (laughs) Yeah. There was a country. I I yeah. am required to say that. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'll, obviously, those of you who who haven't grown up in Texas, you you kind of um, in school kind of pledge allegiance to it, and you have to in the allegiance you have to say we were you know our own state at one point. One state, and yeah. we can always become our own. I mean, our own country. I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. Say, we were once our yeah. own country, and we can always become our own country. We're kind of actually legally obligated to say that. Not that we. Yeah, we have to. I mean, I can't mention that I'm Texan. Yeah. Without saying that we used to be our own country. And yeah, I think it's like the third. Our own country. The third on the list of things you have to say. Um, yeah. When when you have to, when you tell someone that you're a Texan, 
Um, obviously, yeah. you know, we're not the biggest fans, but we you know we have to say it. it's our duty. It's our obligation. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to get kicked out as of right now. You know, we're looking to leave, but we don't want to get kicked out. You know, yeah, we don't have a place. Where to go. do you want to go? Um, to be honest, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. I don't know if I want to live in this country when I'm older. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of look that way. Obviously, That's where I'm at. Yeah, obviously, Texas right now it's looking obviously not great, and for sure probably not Texas when I'm older. After visiting yeah. like just a different state, it's just opens up your eyes like, oh, wow, it is better. You know, <laughs> may not be bigger, but wow, this is better and. Yeah, and I feel like possibly leaving the country is, is like a better option. But I mean, to be honest, who knows? In 10 years, 20 years yeah, down the road, know. who knows? But that's kind of my mentality. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'll see how it goes in Japan. I'm moving <laughs> there next year. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I think it's going to go great. Yeah. And if it does, I'll probably stay there for a little while, at least a few years. Yeah, it looks beautiful there, man. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I really just wanted a change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things here are just okay to me, but I'd really just like to challenge myself, honestly. I think that's just, it's more than just like not liking. It's not that I don't like Texas. It's not that I don't like the U.S. Yeah. It's just that I know what it is, and I yeah. just want to experience something else. And yeah. see what that's like. Yeah, it's mostly just curiosity, and yeah. it might lead me back to the U.S. It might, you know, lead me to stay somewhere. Yeah. But right now, I'm just wanting to see the world. It's pretty much where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah we're just uh, two young boys trying to discover the world, um, yeah. one podcast episode at a time. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. We're reaching enlightenment. Yeah, we we're, we're almost following there. We're just following the stars here at Night Bites, you know? Just yeah, yeah. See the, you see those stars in the little artwork we, we got up here? Mm-hmm. You see, see that one on the left-hand corner? Left hand corner? That one on the left-hand yeah. corner? That one? Oh, wait, no, that's the moon. Wait, the right. Oh, yeah, look yeah. Look at the right. Look at the right. That's the moon. Don't look at the moon. Yeah, it, don't look the at moon that. is not a star, actually. Yeah. Um, in case you guys didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. If you did, yeah. Also, it's going to be an educational podcast. If, if you didn't already know, the moon is not a star. Yeah, the moon is a rock. <laughs> I think. Yeah, probably. sort of. We should probably have a scientist big, on. Just to... Yeah. We don't have the budget yet. Yeah, obviously. You know, I'm making know. all the money. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the most, the majority of our budget is going to Anthony, so it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep the star happy. You got to keep the star happy. You know, when when you're having a big budget movie, if you don't have a star, you don't have a movie. So yeah. um, it is what it is. But, you know, sooner or later, we're going to have, you know, you know, scientists like Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Um, yeah, of course. You know, Bill Nye, the science guy, those types of folks. I really want to have Morgan Freeman do like some intro outro stuff for us. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, once we can, you know, gather enough followers here and enough listeners. Obviously, we still have we have the highest rated show ever of all time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. far. But you know, once we accumulate more of that, so that way the budget doesn't just all like all go to Anthony. We can you know get those stars. So you know. Instead Guys, of, I'm so sorry you had to listen to us say that. It's, yeah, um, it's okay. <laughs> if you're still here, thank you so much yeah. for listening. Hope you enjoyed uh, hearing from Matt. 
like I said earlier, he'll be back on. Um, he had technical difficulties. That's why we couldn't. We recorded more, but unfortunately, it got lost. So not usable. But he'll be back to finish his stories because we had some stuff that we talked about that I feel is very good for you guys. And so we'll bring him back. We got some more people that are coming on too for the first time. So you'll get introduced to some more names. Mm-hmm. And of course, we'll have Cisco back on. Um, he's yeah. basically he's basically another host at this point. Yeah, I'm the um, sub. I'm the very reliable. Uh, you've literally been on more episodes now than Sergio. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, look, sometimes star players get injured. They get hurt. They have to... Yeah, you know, Serge is on IR right now. He's in the he's IR right now, and you know what? I'm a good flex. I'm a good... Uh, there you go, man. I can, I can come in. You want me to play the point? You want me to guard the five? I can do it all, and, you know... Exactly. Some I don't complain. terminology yeah, for you guys. I don't complain, so... There it is. But yeah, anyways, we'll be back next week. Until then, stay safe, and we'll see you then. Good night, guys. It's been Night Bites. A little head time before bedtime. Hmm...